saying she a gold digger. But she ain't messing with no broke, broke. Now I ain't saying she a gold digger. Hello, welcome back. Hey, welcome in, guys. We are back at it. My name is Chris. And I am Cindy. Guys, welcome to the F-Tup Life. Faith, family, fitness, all in a... Fixer-upper. Guys, check us out at ftuplife.com. We do have the website. We are continually working on that, so we want to provide a very good uh, kind of a landing space. So check that out if you can. So check that out, guys. Subscribe, listen in. We'd appreciate that. Uh, We we try to be better at marriage. We are actually in our, if you're reading the book, following along, you know, we've had a, a couple um, groups, which I thought were pretty interesting that we're going to go out, purchase the book, have a group study like a together. group study, yeah. I love that. So Absolutely. if you're doing that, I hope this is helpful as far as conversation starters. Absolutely, yeah. You could take this and, you know, kind of implement this along with your study guide to kind of get a little bit different thought analysis. That's oh, pretty good. Yeah. So. We are in the so love language. So we are in the love language series of five love languages by a Dr. Gary Chapman. So we thought that would kind of be uh, helpful, right? Helpful to marriages, helpful to where couples are at. And so we kind of, so we've already gone through two. We've already gone through love language number one, love language number two. So now we are on number three. Three. Cannot wait. Right? Three. Yeah, this is, this may, this is going to be pretty good, guys. Uh, I will tell you right off the bat. Short chapter. This is not my love language. But short, short chapter. So love language number three is receiving gifts. Oh, it's so like, my language. Like this light just illuminated right off of Cindy. I'm telling you. So, okay. So one of the points that he brought up, he states, gift giving is part of every culture. It is part of every culture to show love. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. He actually begins the chapter like Cindy just kind of mentioned, and he mentions the word anthropology. Big word, right? Big words, a study of something. I thought it was kind of I thought it was kind of cool because I would really, don't you think, girl? I would really enjoy that. Studying other cultures and Yes, cultures and beliefs and belief, religions yes. and like going traveling the world and going to different Wow, um, somebody's go like board places. Just got big. Yes, it did. That, where's my dream board? Next. I, I want to be an anthropologist. <laughs> so that's kind of that's kind of how he alludes to guys. Which um, I'll just be honest with you. Like I said, it's not receiving gifts is not my love language. We will get into that just based on uh, just experiences and lifestyles, kind of how I grew up versus how Cindy grew up. But he does say here, this is he kind of starts off right off the bat, right? It's chapter six, love language number three. But he says, listen, could it be that gift giving is a fundamental expression of love that transcends cultural barriers? I thought that was pretty cool. He's like, the attitude of love is always, and this is what kind of hit me. I'll just be honest with you, just right off the bat. He says that the attitude of love always is always accompanied by the concept, this concept of giving. Yes. So it's always, you know, yeah, you love somebody, but there's there's a giving in that. And everything. And it talks about, you know, it's instilled in us as children, which is why, like, Mm. kids always pick a flower or give you this rock. Yes. Like, it is just instilled. And then in the weddings, we give a ring, which kind of. That symbol. It's like a symbol. Yeah. Like that symbolization. It's a symbol. And it really, I think that symbol of gift giving has gotten lost maybe because so many couples do it together. So many women pick out their own ring 
so many men just kind of take whatever she does. I think that it should go back to practice of the female picking out her husband's ring who never sees it. And I think so. Well, and the there's husband this picking out a ring, and, and you guys, and I, it. you know, come on, I know you guys can relate to this, but like, so for me, I mean, if you want to talk about the symbolization of a wedding ring, like, I mean, Sam, would you agree? Like, Cindy, really, like, there's there's a a, a value, like, there's a deep emotional connection to her wedding band. Yes. Okay. And it well, is and it is the cheapest band. Like oh, I'm yeah, not, terrified to lose my yes. band. Not my diamond. I'll wear my diamond here, there, wherever. Yeah. It's not the diamond is not what I got married in, to be honest. Correct. We got married in our band. We got married in our band. So my band, like the thought of ever losing that crushes me to where yeah. Chris lost his on the beach and then just went out and bought his own from some person he worked with on the side and was like, look how cool yeah, this look one how is. Cool it is. And, well, and I will be honest, that did yeah. kind of hurt me a little, but I just, you know, well, I was like, yeah, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. We talked about that because and I see, I think this is so prevalent in a relationship. So that, that wedding band to me was, was really not, the I did symbol. not associate that with a symbol of my love for my wife. Like to me, it was just like an accessory. Like I'm wearing a silicone ring now with like a little like black with a little red stripe on it that costs like five cents. But having so okay, so this is good. So it just came to me. So I think having that symbol literally on you is what means something to me. Like that is what is valuable to me is to some having extent, to having that symbol that, literally on my finger. It doesn't not really necessarily matter necessarily because you wouldn't even wear your ring. Like you're not big on a gift or a symbol. I mean, you can say that. But it's not your love language. Therefore, you're not. You no, don't, you, it's not my love language. So, but it, my, that, my, but the, the presence of a wedding ring is important. Very important to it me. It is important, but it's not is, necessarily doesn't mean to you anything close to what it does to me. No, it does not. No, it does not. So it says that there's different attitudes towards wedding bands because you know, and we just talked about that. And then it says it goes into the cost of the gift, the monetary value. Well, you know, and I have a question for you. Okay. Right? Especially, I think this will help couples and this will help us. So, and he starts this off at the very beginning, guys. And he, and just to kind of, we'll, we're going to take one step back and then we'll go two step forward. But like in that, he literally says at some point, a gift is something you can hold in your hand and say, quote, right? He Look, of me. he was thinking of me. 100%. Or vice versa, she remembered me yeah. or something along those lines. And we've have had those words with you. Yeah, well, we've had we've had very deep conversations over that principle. It's not so much of, you know, get me something, like buy me something. It just or, proves that you were thought of throughout the day, which correct. makes you feel appreciated or loved. Appreciated, valued, loved. Yeah, yes. for me especially. Correct. For me especially. Correct. And, I've, and I, have, I have not been good at that, truthfully. Like I, I mean, I own that. I have, I have not been funny, good when, at when that. And it's funny when people ask about the best aspect. gift that Chris has ever given me. It's not something he bought. It's something mm-hmm. he took the time to make. Which I mean, I tell everybody because it's it's amazing. It's down with my pictures, and once we finish the fixer upper, it'll go out. <laughs> um, but it's he printed Put that over the fireplace. He printed Wonder Woman out and gave her blonde hair, and then framed it for me. That's right for all you feminists. And I mean, there, it has yeah. meant. I mean, it does. I loved it. I kept it. I had it out forever. It was one of my favorite gifts. And he still didn't get it. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's crazy. Well, it's crazy because to me, wow, like such a small thought, but yet such a big impact. Hmm. That's crazy. Man, learn from that. Right, such a small action, small thought Chris, can lead you learn from that. to such a... I think a, your life was good for a couple of weeks after that, and you don't even remember. Yeah, <laughs> no. Well, yeah. What? Yeah, okay. Well, then we need more small impacts. That's right? what it says. Small, small, more uh, small impacts. And it, and it does, it says, you know... But I do, I will say, I do look in the mirror and really try to evaluate that. I really do. Because like, like, I want you to feel loved and appreciated. And we're going through the Love Languages book for crying out loud. So you want to discover your partner's love language and fulfill that. Correct. Like you want to do that. Yeah, you, so, you want to, yeah. yes, which I appreciate. Um, this is a hard topic for me to talk about without being, you know, because believe it or not, this is something, okay, I don't know if you all remember, I said I read this book many years ago without my <laughs> husband. And when I say that all it did was make me a little bitter, which is why I didn't want you doing it, it's on this topic. Chris is a he really is not a good gift giver at I'm all. Not. And we've had conversations over and over and over, and I am was always just expected to give up my love language. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that hurts. That hurts. But, <laughs> it, well, come so, on, girl. So it for hurts, me, it was, it's, it's true. just it's a yeah. hard topic without, like, if you all hear my voice kind of crack a little in, <laughs> in the midst of this. It's just because <laughs> we have gone through this, and that's why I do not recommend you reading this book without your spouse, please. I don't want agree you all that. to do that. Yeah, I agree with that. So an, yeah. one of the things said the cost, like Chris said, didn't matter. But it did go into say unless someone is like a millionaire and they constantly just give like mm. dollar store gifts. Yes. Then that's a little personal. Well, you do or, take that a little personal. Uh, oh, for sure. And then even on the flip side of that, oh, right? Yeah. Like if you're on a budget and there's like, you know, very limited money to spend and you're rocking like a, some crazy. Jewelry. Yeah, like, you know, some two dozen roses for, you know, hundred something. Okay, come on. Like well, actually, it never said that. Draw a picture of a rose. I just, they, I just made that yeah, up. Yeah, because it, it didn't say that. But what I'm saying is like. Well, I flipped it. I'm flipping it to a place. <laughs> let's say you are a billionaire and you just buy these extravagant gifts that mean nothing that's super easy with no thought. Right. That is something else that, do, that doesn't count. So, okay. And it says, then it goes on to talk about, well, what if you're, this is, I literally heard my husband in quotations. Well, what if you're not the gift giver? Uh, what, look, what if giving look, gifts just isn't look, my right thing? You, you see that? Yeah. I what? underline that and put me. <laughs> like I literally put a little arrow and I said me. He has said this for every Valentine's anniversary, because I think, birthday. Uh, well, <laughs> but I think it. I think it does relate. And I'm not, I am not just, there's no justification or making excuses. Like he actually says here in a little while, what does he say saying? He's like, look. It's if the this, easiest it's one to the learn. It's the easiest one to learn. And then I actually highlight the sentence after that. And he's like, look, just do it. That's what he says. He's like, look, just make it happen. So, but before that, he says, but before he gets into that, he you, literally says, right, what if there's a quote unquote, well, I'm not the gift giver. You know, in my, in my perspective, he it's said like it over sin. and over again. It's like saying, you know, I love you. Right, that's that's typical, right? You but know, you're, I you're love not you. loving me in my language. Yeah, your primary <laughs> love language, and then you think back, and we've had this conversation before. And I know if you're listening to us, you know you should have this conversation as well. Okay, well, growing up, my you know gifts and things like that were not present. That that was not something that was done for me. Like, and I had a wonderful childhood. I love my parents. 
my my younger brother and I are very close. So all these other things, but there was there was no free exchange of gift giving or surprises. Like my whole childhood, there was no surprises. There were no like, oh, oh my gosh, you got you got this for me because you love me. Yeah, you should see him get surprises. He gets awkward. It's very uncomfortable for me. Like my wife threw me a surprise birthday party, and I almost had like a panic attack. But he loved it. Like, well, once you get into it, <laughs> right? So, so but like, but this there's, is the statement that he says on this. It says. If you're not the gift giver, well, congrats. You just made your first step in becoming a great lover. I, that was his exact words. I, know, I was like, I love that. Do you want to be a great lover, Chris? Right. Do you want to be, be a, a great, great lover? lover? Yes, there I do. There you go. There you go. Um, so do it. So it's the easiest to learn. And then it talked there, there was another chapter about, or there was another section about going into possibly changing your attitude about money. Spender versus saver. So I have a yeah. lot to say about that because Chris doesn't like flowers because they die. I'm sure like 70% of men say that. Why are you going to pay that much for a card? It's he's real. He's going to read and throw it away. Yeah. So I right, think that yeah. he's learning that it's not his love language. It was mine. And Correct. so, you know, those are things. But, but my agree. thing is it's like, um, you know, if you're a saver, you really are still investing in your future. Your marriage is your future. So it, yeah, it was just a good that, if that was you. But Chris is a spender only on himself. Yeah. I, I so, will admit so that, that was always a little harder well, for me to grasp, too, as a giver presence because I'm yeah. always shopping for other people. Yes, you are. So it was very hard for it me to see him say, yeah. I mean, I'm just not a shopper. I'm just not a giver. I'm just not a, you know, a present person. But then he's constantly looking for himself. Yes, I, I own that. I own that. It is, it is ever difficult for me to shop for someone else. That is just a difficult thing for me to do. Now, when it comes to shopping for myself, I can shop all day. That's why I tell people all the time, I love to shop. Well, of course, because when Cindy and I go shopping, we'll 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 be in the same store, same proximity. Up. If, based on the last podcast, right? Still that time together, <laughs> proximity. Maybe not quality time, but we we'll split up. I will go through the men; she goes through the women's. We meet back up. So, but I will I will say this, and I want to plug this real quick. Okay, and this, and I want to plug this to all the women. Okay, be mad at me, that's fine. But it does say, and he says this. This is Doctor Chapman here. This is not Chris. But he says, if she has been critical of your gifts in the past and almost nothing you have ever given has been acceptable, then receiving gifts is almost certainly not her primary love language. I just just a shameless plug there, but I thought that was a you know, if there's if there's some criticalness or this is why'd you do this or whatever the case, then maybe that's not her love language. Not that Cindy's done that. I have. Chris ran out to Walmart one year last minute and got me two night shirts. I don't sleep in night shirts. And one said, I love Wi-Fi. And then he wanted me to be happy about the present. Sorry. That's right. It was the thought. It wasn't. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. I would have been happier if he drew me a picture. Well, you know so, what? So, okay, so that's a great question. So It's the thought. For, for couples listening, is it, mm, come on. So is it that, especially for men, and I, I am, what, what's well, Paul's? Well, some what's, men are what is, givers, so what is, it's, it's well, you. And Paul says, what's Paul say biblically? Like, I am the worst of the worst, right? I'm the center of the center. So in that, is the last second, I'm going to go out and get you something because I want to get you something. That's not gift giving. No, it's not. 
Okay. But because just, it's said clarification. It, because it, if your love language, it's like it, the last minute Valentine's Day flowers. That's or what candies. I just said. If you're a billionaire and you put no thought into it, but it's an extravagant present, it means nothing. That that's why marriages or, break up because they. Yeah. I mean, it is the thought. It is the thinking. Ahead. It is the I thought of you at this moment. I saw this. It reminded me of. Which goes back to what you believe anyway. It shouldn't have to be a designated date on Correct. your birthday. But it that like well, that's you're true. just you get right. Yeah, well, that's true. Okay, that's like a little Darth that just hit me in the heart. But yes, <laughs> like bam. Well, boom, here's it's what burning. it says. Here's what it's it burning. said. It said if you're not you know meeting that need. It's like you're not meeting the emotional needs of your spouse. So I thought about that. I wrote that down, and then I started thinking, well, then when there's an argument, right, if the emotional needs of me have not been met, then it's easier for that argument or disagreement to escalate because I'm not feeling loved in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, true that. Like, true that. So that is... Yeah, that's tough, girl, but I, I I mean, you can't argue that. Like, even listening to this podcast, you can't, like, even as a husband who loves his wife unconditionally, you can't argue that. So, I agree. Like, there's a, uh, there, there has to be a moment to where you conceptually realize that your wife's love language is, is receiving gifts. And as a husband, you have to take uh, responsibility. The well, responsibility. You have to take the opportunities that are available to you during the day to think of her and to do something for her. Right. Like, so, I, I, like I, I see that. If that's, that's my a, primary love language, yeah. and Chris has not given that to me, and we've been married almost 20, how long, how long have we been married? 27 years? Well, so, okay. So, wait so, a minute. I'm not done. Yeah, that's so, because of this, no, no, no. Because of this, so how have we stayed together, right? What? Ha- I mean, honestly, if I have felt... Because the second part of this is being a giver of self, and he is great at that. Correct. So that is how well, I... Not correct like I agree, but like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> because he yes. has been a giver of self. So that's why I honestly believe that I really only kind of like, and I've been hurt, don't get me wrong, I've been hurt a lot by his lack of, of me, by me feeling like his lack of thinking of me. Um, right. Or like I, I preoccupy his time whatsoever. But honestly, he has been great at his physical presence. And it talked about being there in times of crisis being the most powerful gift that you can give your spouse if their primary love language is receiving gifts. And obviously that is true because my whole life is borderline crisis. <laughs> and yeah, Chris has been kind of a rock. Kind he is a constant rock if I am. If I need him, there, I mean, there is nothing he would not do. Like, nothing, nothing. He would abandon anything, anywhere, and come and get me. And and it would never be. Ultimate gift of and, me. And, like, for me, if I'm in the middle of a really good show, I can't wait, and one of the kids has a flat tire, and they're calling me like, <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like, this is my time. Like, um, you know, and ne- never, never has he, like, I've had a wreck. I've blown a tire. I have blown another tire. I've blown another tire. Like, uh, I've well, been, my that, car won't start. I agree. And in that, there's this concept of, uh, I don't know, did, did you like the story of Jim and Janice to where, uh, I guess my, my homeboy was like, I guess they've been married for a while, and he just really did nothing for her. 
basically. And she's, and I agreed to somewhat and not somewhat, but she's like, look, I cooked, I cleaned, I had sex with you. I did all these other things with you. And he thought they had a great. And he thought they had a great marriage. Because he was a provider. Because he, yes, because he provided. And, but that wasn't her love language. And at the very, you know, they went, I guess, to the seminar events or whatever. And then I guess it's like a light bulb. Right, we'll call it Einstein, to where he just it clicks, he sees it, he knows it, he sees his wife's love language, and then you know brings her a rose, um, brings a pizza home one night for the kids to eat, or you know yeah. things like that. So calls you know, the babysitter, plans the date, plans the date night. So I will say, you know, and I will say this, and I will say this with all my heart, where and this is the improvement that I need to make, and I hope. You know, men listen and they do the same. If you're not already doing this, if you're doing this, then great for you. That's awesome. I applaud you. Well, you got to think but this needs, is where you kind of fall short in this, this area. Well, there yeah. needs to be a um, a on-purpose date night. Oh, yeah. So, and it needs to be, and this is where I fall short, and I admit this readily. So, sometimes as men, we leave that planning and we leave that to the, to the wife, to the woman. Oh, you want to go out on Friday? Like, and Cindy and I have talked about this. Like there's a, hey, I'll do anything you want to do. What do you want to do? Like you want to go bowling, skydiving, whatever. Like I'm in. You want to go eat Mexican, but Italian. Like we just took our daughter out. Whatever. And what was, and again, it's the gift of time. It was the, it was still a gift because I had so, planned it and you, and found something unique and surprised correct. her and another so we thing were, unique. We were kind of in the car together when you did that. Okay. I was asking you about it. So, no, just because you're driving me as I'm doing, as I am thinking about it and planning as it does not count. Okay, and so then, like, the whole time we're taking her out, it's just, like, it's a frustrating for me because I'm hearing my husband say, oh, wow, this would be great just for me and you. Oh, okay, well, this would be great just for me and you. And then when we go to do the other activity, I mean, me and you could just do this. Well, why didn't you say, you know what, I want to surprise my wife. I want to come up with a good plan. And I'm going to take the time to look for something unique. Yeah, true that. You know, so yeah, that so I instead mean, of him, yeah. like him, he's always I mean, willing to be with me, but he's not like you know. And, well, there's, and yeah, there's a there's a lack of, and like, and I will say, you know, from from the husband side, like, it's not there's there's not that there's like a lack of love, but there is a lack of preparation. There is a lack of. This, well, there's just a uh, lack of, I, uh, and it's from both sides. Uh, I don't want to do what doesn't come natural. So accept uh, yeah. the way I love you. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, and that's I, kind I, of on both parts. It can be both parts. It's a little that dic- can be both dictatorship. Parts, yeah. It's a little like. Yeah, because even in even in the story here, did you notice which I which I didn't like? Like I don't like the well, you know, he 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 called his wife and wanted to bring home pizza one night so she wouldn't have to cook. Okay, girl, are you cooking every night? Well, like yeah. what? Yeah, she did. Like which what she in the world? And I nah. hate time out. I used to cook every night. I used to cook uh, five nights a week, or there'd be leftovers. Because number uh, one, we yeah, did, we and, did but it, you, no, we did not. Not when the kids were little, we couldn't afford it. Uh, we we could only like, if, like little I Caesars, cooked, five dollar pizza. Very rarely. Oh yeah. I mean, and that's because you never had to think about it. You didn't think about me doing it. You didn't. It just it actually. That's not good on your part, but yeah, I cooked all the time, and it and it yeah. went without saying. I don't know. I, don't, I just some there was a little bit so that just kind of rubbed me the so wrong way. A little bit. It was bit. a random Wednesday, 
And I, I mean, I felt that. It's like, if you were to know my busiest days where I'm split shifting and I'm coming home in the middle of the afternoon to make sure that we cook dinner so there's something to eat because so that you don't run out and get something that we don't have the money for, and then I've got it all ready and then I go back to work, it would have been great if you would have called, if you would have thought enough about me to be like, it's 11 o'clock. You know what, Sin? Hey, I know today's your split shift. I know you're always making sure we got food. Why don't you not even worry about that? Come home, rest, don't even worry about that, and I'm going to take care of dinner for the kids tonight. I and, do I do that now, yes. Well, what you do is you'll be you like, hey, frequently. Wh- what do you want to do? What do you want to do? What are you going to do? What are you planning to doing? No. Uh, no. It's hard, it's hard to get away from that, baby. It's I hard, get it. It's hard to get away you, from that. I get it. That's the difference between you now and you potentially being a great lover, and you're the only one in charge of that. Yeah, true. Well, and there's a... It's easy yeah. to tell yourself, you know what? I'm not trying to justify, but there's it a... It sounds that way. It's just like uh, yeah. you need to realize that it's an area where you truly can get sh- stronger at. Well, we... Yeah. Well, in, in a marriage, in a marriage, we can all grow. Yes. Oh, yeah. Husbands can grow. Wives can grow. There, Yeah, I mean, I, I see what you're saying, but I think sometimes in in kind of the husband's viewpoint so standpoint there is a me. I understood it how's yeah, that like there's a I, I loved that I love yeah. that he called and said hey because it was I'm thinking of you right now yeah that's what I'm saying and yeah. and that that you never expected me to do any of that I don't think he expected no, her not at all. he never yeah. expected her to do any of that I don't know it just it she just, just did yeah that's like that's like well, he said. She's her. great at this. She's great at that. She's great at doing all these things, which goes into next week's love language. See, so he, so she did yeah. all that to love him, and to serve him. It was one of the way things I did to show you love. I wanted to make sure that you ate. Always wanted to make sure you and the kids ate, even if it sacrificed the only time that I had. Because my yeah, mind so, was always well, as thinking wife, about you all. Well, and as and as a husband. And okay, look, I have to give it, I've got to give some check marks to some to some good husbands out there because it's not that it's not that it's not that I didn't. It's here, not that I didn't. That's where I like. Here's what? the thing. I like I said, you're not a dictator. Okay, right, I, yeah. you're not a dictator. Neither like, was girl. This you better guy. have some food on the table listen, when I get home. Neither like, was this guy, and that's what you just have to realize. You just have to realize that this is an area where you never regarded me. You appreciated it, and you didn't expect it. And you thought that was good enough. Yeah, if very, you if you would have come home to nothing, you wouldn't have been upset. Yeah. But, but you'd never appreciated or regarded me the same way I did you. That but, is what that's the hard yeah, pill to swallow. That appreciation, that appreciation. And that's a lot of women. Well, and the uh, yeah, well, the appreciation. Uh, you from, always said from thank being, you. From you being always said married, thank you. From, this is good. Well, from from honeymoon stage to going on thirty years, the, the appreciation grows. I'm talking about when the kids were little, like uh, with this s- story scenario. Yeah. Uh, you know, like when we were I don't living. Know, I felt I felt like I appreciated what you did. You did, but you never like you you did. I never felt dictatorish, but the fact that he thought of her and knew that she was p- planning on doing that was an immediate. That's why him bringing home the pizza, he stopped his day. 
knew hers, thought of her, wanted to do something for her, and brought that home. And brought that home to her. That so okay. so you can't take that personal. But yeah, he's the winner in that because it's it's the thought. Like I said, we've talked about this. It is a mon- like when you can hold a gift in your hand, or like she, when she can hold the pizza. At that point, that pizza symbolized he thought of me thought. early in the day. Just thought. So if you're not, and we'll kind of wrap this up here, guys. So if you're not a gift giver, I said every if that's not everything, uh, yeah, everything, if that's everything, your, everything is written it, on love, is and in. Um, everything that's written on love, even the other gifts that we've talked about before, 